in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and joined by my co-host, Chris Dewar. This edition of Potential Picks, we are reviewing the 2021 romantic comedy drama anthology film titled The French Dispatch, written, directed, and produced by Wes Anderson from a story conceived with Roman Coppola, Hugo Guinness, and Jason Schwartzman. Now, uh, this film uh, is a Wes Anderson film, and, and for me, being a total novice, this is very interesting. As Chris said, oh, it's Wes Anderson. You know he is. No, I don't know how he is. So this is very interesting to my first foray into Wes Anderson style of films. We get to check out this movie. So Chris, give us a brief synopsis of The French Dispatch. The French Dispatch is, as we said, an anthology film, so it doesn't follow a plot throughout the whole film, but... It is about this fictional newspaper, which is run by Bill Murray's character. And we're seeing three stories of the writers of this uh, newspaper that we kind of follow the events of each of their little stories and how it relates to the overall theme of, I guess, what's happening is this film is uh, he's the, the runner of the newspaper, which is played by Bill Murray, has passed. So there's a trying to write the obituary and this is going to be the end of the newspaper. So we're kind of seeing these little vignettes, if you will. And the vignettes, I mean, for the three stories, they each take about anywhere from like 30 to, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, uh, maybe a little longer for some. So I was actually, yeah, it kind of surprised me that you had not seen any Wes Anderson film, only because yet he's very, as you could tell, a very artsy director. He has these very interesting style of how he makes his films. The way that he uh, places things in the sets and the way that he has almost like these carnival sets sometimes in the background of his films. Like actors will be, uh, you know, doing their stuff, but in the back, it's almost like these fake funny carnival sets that he puts up in a lot of films. And uh, he's a big uh, director. He's a big director that uh, uses the same repertoire of actors in a lot of his films. But this is like, it was kind of (laughs) reviewed as the most Wes Anderson film of of his career. And I have to agree. There's just a lot in this film that is like to his teeth. But it's it's an interesting premise. And I think what was maybe a flaw for this film is because it is these little vignettes. It's not one overarching plot. It wasn't as exciting for me as former films. I think one that I would highly recommend to any of our audience, if you've not seen a Wes Anderson film, and I'm recommending to you, Taylor, is The Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, to me personally, is his best film. It's uh, just hilarious and great, great acting and just great story. The three main stories are The Concrete Masterpiece, which is actually, uh, I think, was the best of the three. It's very funny. We have um, Benicio Del Toro is an inmate in this prison who apparently has this incredible art skill. Uh, He's a painter. And so we see this kind of story of how uh, Adrian Brody is another inmate who has very good wealth, and he wants to buy his painting. And there's this whole romance. We have Leia Sadu, who we just saw in No Time to Die, is a... Uh, officer at this uh, prison and they're kind of having this on-off romance slash he's using her as a model for his paintings but his paintings have a very interesting style and it's all shot black and white a lot of this film i think was also interesting because it's kind of being a some somewhat historical 
period, you know, more around World War II kind of area. Um, it has this black and white. And then at times it cuts to then color. It has color randomly shot throughout the film, um, which I thought was very interesting. And then the second uh, main story, which is called Revenges to a Manifesto, uh, is the one featuring Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. And she is the one writing the, the article. And it's about these young kids who are kind of having this chessboard revolution and going against the man and uh, a bit of romance in there. And again, a lot of it's black and white and uh, just some great humor in there. A lot of great, like they end up, <laughs> Francis McDormand, Timothy Chalamet's character end up hooking up. And you see like this young boy after just watching Dune, like not even like a few days before. And then watching this, Timothy Chalamet has his Frankenstein hair, this little <laughs> boy this little mustache. Mil- yeah, this little boy mustache. It's just like goofy. And then you have the private dining room of the police commissioner, uh, which is all about um, you have Jeffrey Wright playing this food journalist and he's going to. This, this area where it's going to be like this really great chef and it's this building with all these different rooms and at one point uh, the son of we have Matthew Almarek who uh, was the bad guy in Quantum of Souls, all these Bond people coming up um, his son is kidnapped by Edward Norton and uh, his group of uh, people I guess you can say and it's a kind of standoff episode, it's like where they're like they're up on a tower and they've kidnapped the sun and then they're down on the, like the village floor and there's like gunfight and like car chase. So all these stories, they're their they're own little thing. But the thing is that it, all of them have a very Wes Anderson style to them in terms of the music. It's all these funny kind of like music with accordions and like goofy music. It's the quick pacing. The dialogue's very quick. And I, like I said, you Taylor, if you notice this, it's like kind of goofy, like, fake sets in the back where like these little like cars go by it almost seems like paper mache or animatronic or i don't, I don't know how to describe it well but... it's kind of funny because almost the style and if this is similar to other ones you, you could be like this could be like a play you know you could see this like yeah it's very um kind of live theater-esque and just like especially the the acting obviously with editing and stuff but it almost is like live performance and they they're the emphasis is on the story less in the actual sets kind of are funny in that sense that it, it's you know they're kind of poking fun and i like the other addition of this one where they added like part of like some of the more action part almost where there's a big chase they turn it into like an animated sequence which was funny like yeah we don't have the budget for the the real action let's just do this you know but it made it it made it really funny actually a lot of my audience was laughing during that uh animation uh, section but yeah, as we mentioned it's a, a huge big cast uh, a lot of returners the wes anderson family uh bill murray owen wilson jason schwartzman uh, a couple new ones we have here uh you have elizabeth moss uh angelica houston is the narrator she's been a long time uh as has tilda swinton we have Benicio Del Toro, Adrian Brody, Leia Sado, Henry Winkler, Bob Balaban, uh, who have these little kind of cameo roles as Uncle Joe and Uncle Nick. They're the two ones that work with Adrian Brody to try to get this money. Uh, Francis McDormand, as we said, Timothy Chalamet. Um, and then we have Christoph Waltz in a very like brief <laughs> role. I think he's on screen for maybe two minutes. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, Edward Norn, Lee Schreiber. Uh, Sorry's Ronan. I mean, like Willem Dafoe is in this for a brief, you know, section. A lot of these actors have uh, previously been in Wes Anderson films. So you could tell that 
there's something about him as a director that these cast members love to come back, even if it's for a brief cameo. They don't mind it. And so you can see that this was maybe a love letters to to him and to try to, you know, news, you know, he hasn't done a live movie since the Grand Budapest Hotel. Obviously, a lot of that probably to do with COVID, but the last film he came out with, Isle of Dogs, if you remember that, it was the, the stop motion movie. Um, he's done that in Fantastic Mr. Fox or his two kind of animated films, but I highly recommend a lot of his films. He has some good stuff. Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, The Aquatic Life, Steve Zizel. You have um, Rushmore. So many. We'll have to do a, an episode on Wes Anderson. <laughs> Basically we'll what to, yeah, what we need to do is we, to, we need to watch all of his films and then do a proper Wes Anderson yeah. Uh, yeah, episode. So, but overall, did you, did you like this film that, you know, for being a first time Wes Anderson, uh, you know, viewer? How did it, how did it fare? I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, there was a lot of moments I did really enjoy. Like you said, I enjoyed, um, a couple of the moments, but I think for me to really appreciate it, I think I need to become more of a Wes Anderson fan or just kind of get used to his style. But all in all, I, you know, it was, um, it was enjoyable and I didn't fall asleep. So that's a good, that's a good thing. See, I went, I went at 11 AM. It was like 11, 15 AM showing and I was yawning a lot and, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I kind of felt like I, I, I left the movie and I, I said to myself, I think for me to appreciate that movie, I need to be a little smarter. <laughs> it just felt like there was a lot going on, even though there's some moments that are really funny. There's a lot of stuff I can't understand. Yeah, it's very smart, smart humor. Yeah, a lot of smart humor, and a lot of smart dialogue with a lot of historical uh, names and stuff. And a lot of I was just like. Uh, I think this is a little over my head. Um, I might also have been the youngest person in the audience. Uh, so that should uh, tell you something there. But uh, yeah, so, you know, we had, to, we had to review it. It's a new film out now in theaters, The French Dispatch, directed by Wes Anderson. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.